This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Tesla's highly anticipated battery day was last night, and while there were some significant announcements, investors were mostly unimpressed. Elon Musk revealed the company is developing batteries that are more powerful, longer-lasting, and half as expensive as its current cells. Thanks to these innovations, Musk says Tesla could offer a $25,000 vehicle within three years that's on par with a comparable gasoline-powered car. A new high-performance version of the Model S called Plaid was also introduced. It will have a top speed of 200 miles per hour and a range of 520 miles. It goes on sale next year with a $140,000 price tag. As I said, investors weren't impressed with the event. They were expecting Musk to announce a million-mile battery that can last 10 years, as well as a specific cost reduction target that would cut the price of an EV below an ICE car, neither of which was revealed, and that dropped the company's market cap by $20 billion. But if you want to hear what the experts have to say, head on over to our YouTube channel for our breakdown of the event with Sandy Monroe and Bob Gallion to get some great insight from two of the most foremost EV experts in the world. Ford and Unifor, the union that represents Canadian auto workers, tentatively agreed to a new three-year collective bargaining agreement. The automaker will invest nearly $1.5 billion at three of its plants in the country, which employ about 5,400 workers. Part of the deal includes building five electric vehicles at its Oakville, Ontario plant, the first of which will roll down the assembly line in 2025, while production of the fifth model kicks off in 2028. That plant currently builds the Lincoln Nautilus and Ford Edge, but those will be phased out in 2023. Ford will also produce a new 6.8-liter engine and assemble batteries in the country as well. The deal still needs approval from union members, but it sets the pattern for upcoming negotiations with FCA and GM. Be sure to join us for AutoLine After Hours tomorrow afternoon. We'll be talking about design because our special guest is Brian Smith, the exterior design director at Cadillac. Also joining John and Gary for that show is none other than the auto extremist Peter DiLorenzo. So join us tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern time for some of the best insider discussions in the automotive industry. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Kia introduced the all-new Sorento. Its styling has been updated and has a more rugged SUV look. The new model also features the next evolution of the company's Tiger Nose grille, along with standard LED headlamps. The interior has a new 12.3-inch instrument cluster, as well as a standard 8-inch or available 10.25-inch center touchscreen. There's several powertrain options to choose from a 2.5-liter four-cylinder that's mated to an 8-speed automatic transmission, a 2.5-liter four-cylinder turbo that's matched with an 8-speed wet dual-clutch transmission, 
a 1.6-liter four-cylinder turbo hybrid that's paired with a six-speed automatic transmission and a 44-kilowatt electric motor. That model gets an estimated 37 mpg combined. And finally, a plug-in hybrid will be available next year. It has a similar powertrain setup as the regular hybrid, except it's equipped with a 66.9-kilowatt electric motor. That model will have an all-electric range of 30 miles. And the Sorento comes standard or offers a whole host of driver assistance technology. The new Sorento goes on sale later this year, but no word on pricing yet. That will be revealed later. Honda created the Acura Performance Manufacturing Center in Ohio to build the NSX. But more of the company's so-called everyday vehicles are rolling down the same line as the supercar. Acura calls these PMC Edition models, and the RDX is now following in the footsteps of the TLX and MDX. Spec-wise, these models are the same as any top-of-the-line RDX, but with exclusive black 20-inch wheels, black chrome exhaust tips, as well as a black roof, mirrors, and door handles. The grille surround also matches the thermal orange pearl paint finish, which is reflected in the stitching for the seats, center console, door panels, steering wheel, and floor mats. The RDX PMC edition will be limited to 360 examples in the U.S., and Acura says pricing will be in the low $50,000 range. And you know it's not uncommon to see these limited edition cars, but Mercedes is now applying the same philosophy to one of its big commercial trucks. The Actros Edition 2 will be limited to just 400 examples and is made for customers who want the greatest amount of functionality. There's a very wide range of additional options, including carbon fiber and Napa leather. And like so many of these limited edition models, many of those components are blacked out, even the wheels. The semi-truck segment is really starting to get crowded, and this may be a way for Mercedes to help set itself apart from the crowd. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. BMW revealed the new M3 and M4, and it did something a little unique. M cars usually look very similar to their non-M counterparts, but with a bunch of go-fast goodies tacked on. Not the new M3. It wears a completely different face than the current 3 Series. More specifically, it's the same face as the 4 Series and new M4 with the automaker's giant twin kidney grille. BMW says the large openings help provide sufficient airflow to the radiators, which helps keep the turbocharged inline six-cylinder engine lurking under the hood nice and cool. That engine will come in two power outputs, 473 horsepower or 503 horsepower, and can be mated to either an eight-speed automatic or six-speed manual transmission. All that power helps return a zero to 60 time as fast as 3.8 seconds. And for the first time, all-wheel drive will be available in the summer of next year. Now let's get to some of those go-fast goodies. Both performance cars get electronically controlled shock absorbers, chassis bracing to improve rigidity, performance brakes, lightweight wheels, carbon fiber roof, and unique aerodynamic elements to increase downforce. Look for the new M3 and M4 to hit the market in March of 2021, the M3 will have a starting price of about $71,000, while the M4 
starts at about $73,000, including destination charges. The latest car we had in the Autoline garage is the new Chevrolet Trailblazer. Chevy claims this is the fastest selling vehicle in the American market based on its turn rate. But that's also because there's such low inventory that they sell as soon as they come off the truck. There's practically nothing on dealer lots to choose from. At first glance, the Trailblazer seems to have nondescript styling, or at least the dark blue on the one we drove did. Dark colors tend to hide character lines. This was also true of the all-black interior. Everything seemed to disappear into a black abyss. So our first impressions weren't that favorable. The price didn't help either. While the base price of the Trailblazer is $19,000, our all-wheel drive LT cost over $28,000. We weren't expecting something that expensive. But after spending a few days in the Trailblazer, we started to warm up to it. The chassis is very well engineered, probably the best we've experienced in the segment. It has excellent road isolation with minimal road and wind noise, and the cabin is unexpectedly quiet. The suspension provides a nice supple ride, even over rough pavement, but also holds up well under cornering. While you get some engine noise when you put your foot into it, it's a nice low growl. Our test model had the 1.3-liter turbo with a 9-speed automatic. And even though it only develops 155 horsepower, it felt more than adequate for everyday driving and delivers a decent 28 miles to the gallon. First impressions count for a lot, and our first impression wasn't all that good. But this is a vehicle that deserves a second look. The Trailblazer seems to be one of those vehicles that grows on you. All you have to do is spend some time in it and pay attention to what it's doing. But with that, we wrap up today's show. Thanks for watching. And please join us again tomorrow.